brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning. We hope you're having a very Merry Christmas weekend. Today, we're continuing our series on instructional coaches with a visit to Misty Tun at T.G. Scott Elementary. Good morning. I'm Autumn Heyman, a sophomore at Mary Persons High School. I was recently able to talk to Misty Tun from T.G. Scott about her life and career as an instructional coach. So, what is it like to be an instructional coach? So, I love my job. Um, I've been a teacher since 1999, but I've been an instructional coach for the last nine years. Mm -hmm. um, I'm at T.G. Scott Elementary. Um, so, my role there really is to collaborate with our administrators and our teachers and make sure that our students and our teachers are getting the best things that they need. We call it best practices mm -hmm. so that our teachers are implementing all the great strategies that they need to help our students be successful. How long have you been an instructional coach? So I've been an instructional coach for nine years, mm -hmm. but I've been a teacher since 1999. That's so a long time. I've taught kindergarten, third grade, and fifth grade. And I don't really know, like, I, I don't think I could tell you what my favorite grade is because I've enjoyed all of them. But I might lean towards fifth grade. That was really fun. But right now, I get to work with every teacher in my building and every student. So that's nice because I can still visit kindergarten and I can still go to fifth grade. So that's good. How did your education and experience prepare you for this position? So I went to school at Georgia College in Milledgeville, mm -hmm. and that's where I got my bachelor's degree in um, early childhood education. I went back and got my master's from Walden University, and I have a specialist in reading instruction um, from Georgia College in Milledgeville. Also went back and got a couple of endorsements that would just help me um, better um, instruct teachers and work with teachers. So a lot of the tools in my toolbox I can share with them. Um, so when my reading endorsement took place, I have a reading endorsement added to my certificate. When you're doing those classes, um, they you learn different strategies. And so I try to always make sure like through professional learning and professional development and class meetings and grade level meetings that I'm able to share things with teachers that I feel like would make a big impact not only on in their instruction, but with the students in their classroom. So like if you're talking about when students come into your classroom and activating strategy or summarizing strategy, I'm sure both of you have done all of those things in your classroom. Mm -hmm. So we talk about those things. We talk about flexible grouping. And in elementary school, do you guys remember when you would do guided reading or guided math and you would break out into your small groups? Mm -hmm. We still do that. And we talk about why those um, practices are important for our students. What do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Oh, wow. So day-to-day. My days look very different. Uh -huh. Some days I could just spend the majority of my um, time helping teachers with testing or working with students. Other days I might be in meetings. Um, we have a meeting every month at the board office, so I get to talk with the other instructional coaches in our county. So every elementary school has an instructional coach. Um, so we meet with them. Um, I have meetings in my building, but I love where I get to work with the students, which is mainly what I do is our teachers and students. So in the building day to day, 
I'm involved with just what they need from me and what I can help them do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually starting to meet with our kindergarten students. Those kids are, some of them are just learning how to read. So we're able to sit down and read together. What is the most rewarding part of your job? Uh, The most rewarding part of my job is working with the teachers and giving them, like I said, just more tools for their toolbox to help them um, with our students. I think the students in Monroe County just are leaps and bounds um, above other other students that I've seen in Georgia. You know, I think that they're doing an excellent job in our classrooms with our students. And so that's very rewarding to see the gains that we make each year, the gains that we make with reading, the gains that we make with math. Um, That's always an exciting time for me. What is the most challenging part of your job? I would say maybe sometimes when I um, have to tell teachers, hey, we're going to try something new or we're going to try to roll this out. And when everybody isn't 100% like on board or excited about it, just reassuring them that everything's going to be okay and we're going to give it a go because, um, you know, you want to make sure that everyone's happy and everyone's excited. I'm a people pleaser. I like to make sure that everybody is good. And so sometimes that's really hard for me when we have to share out things that maybe everybody's not 100% sure about and um, just getting everybody to be on the same page. What are some specific ways you support teachers and students in the classroom? So we support our teachers with reading instruction. Um, I do a lot of that with reading instruction and guided reading. Mm-hmm. Um, we support our teachers by um, providing resources that they would need in the classroom, um, it, it, things that um, t- to help them better serve their students. What do you think has been one of the biggest academic success at your current school? Um, probably like I said a few minutes ago, just looking at the gains that we're making um, at our elementary school and the progress that we've made over over the years when we look at Lexile levels and we look at the our students and where their reading levels are. We look at um, how many students we have now that are in Young Georgia Authors or who participate, you know, in other things outside of the classroom. So they might be in the spelling bee or they've joined the robotics team or they're part of a math Olympiad. It's just a lot of different things that we're able to, we've now implemented into our school. Um, maybe that wasn't there nine years ago. So that's exciting for us to see that we now have clubs at the elementary level, so that's great. But just really like the academic gains that we make when we look at our data from Georgia Milestones um, every year, and to see that, to see the growth that our kids are making, um, to see what our teachers are doing with our students, it's just amazing. I, I think we have the best teachers anywhere. I mean, they go above and beyond all the time. I feel like when they wake up in the morning they start teaching and when they go to bed they're putting things on social media just ways to help parents um they're very much involved in our community and what's going on in their classroom so our teachers just do a fantastic job of working with our students to make sure that they're successful each day this month brought a number of holiday themed performances to the monroe county fine arts center we heard from students of all ages as they brought us the songs of the season Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights of the performances. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.